This week on the reverse stick, glow ho ho! And what would you like for Christmas, little Matty? You're taking my bloody line there, eh? You're taking my line. How about that? Yes, you are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. I'm it's not, Christmas, mate. I'm not sitting Joy. on your knee. I am not sitting on your knee. Absolutely no chance. Can you put some shorts on, please? Uh, yes. Thank you very much, Mr. Matt Allen, co-host of the Reverse Stick yeah, Global that's me. Hockey Podcast. Um, Alongside me, John. So my line yeah, was, yo, 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 ho, 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 it's a glow, ho, po. Well, I beat you huh? to it. I got it out first, mate. Rubbish. Glow, ho, ho. Much more of that coming up. Hey, much more of that coming up. It's not just rubbish. It's not just yeah. It's not just us in the studio tonight, though, John, is it? We no. have a special guest all the way from Churchy Thames Valley Hockey Club in the United Kingdom. Tansy? No, not Tansy. Not Tansy. <laughs> Sorry to let but, you down. <laughs> but a special envoy on behalf of Tansy and the Churchy Thames Valley Hockey Club. <laughs> envoy. It's Mr. Luke Channon. Luke, welcome <laughs> to the show. Merry Christmas. Welcome. Thanks back. for having us. Oh, thank you for coming along. It's great to have a, a guest here with us. Our first international guest as well. Uh, yes, huh? definitely. And that this is a this is this is a message, I guess, for all of you listeners out there. Is that uh, if you're in Perth and you want to come and sit in the Corbett Broadcasting Corporation shed and uh, sit in and, and uh, offer some wisdom and maybe improve the show a little bit, all you got, all you got to do is get in touch. And yeah, that's yeah. what you did, Luke. Hey, eh? that's it, mate. Yeah, so, I'm only here because of the cold beer. So. <laughs> Actually, we should get those in the fridge. <laughs> now you, um, oh, and thank you for the beers as well. Yeah, That's thank it. you for the beers. Apparently, we've got some presents here as well. Oh, we'll get to that in we'll a moment. We'll unwrap them. Okay. Yeah. Um, you're here for a wedding? I was here for a wedding. The wedding's now done. Done and uh, dusted. So Congratulations. on a bit of a holiday. It, was it yours? It, no, it wasn't mine. <laughs> no. <laughs> Definitely not. I've been yeah. married once. I'm not getting married again. <laughs> and you're still with well, the same lady? Yes. Oh, good. That's all right. Uh, doesn't need to get <laughs> married again. The current Mrs. Chairman. Uh, uh, great to have you here. We're going to um, explore your hockey experience because it's an interesting one because it's a very new one, isn't it? It's very new, yeah. It is. We'll, we'll talk more about that very shortly and because um, we've got all sorts of views coming up tonight. New to hockey, we've got an old view to hockey coming oh, up Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well. We'll, we'll be speaking to Mr. Bob Bowyer, who's involved in the Bionic Cup just this week at Perth Hockey Stadium. That's the knee replacement versus hip replacement. Um, plenty to talk about there and some great inspiration for everybody within the game. Um, yep. It just shows the longevity and the uh, that ethos of uh, sport for life. And it's good to know that I'll still be able to get out there and compete. Yeah, and you when, move, yeah. And my I, bits and pieces fall apart. And you'll still be wearing those hockey WA shorts, no doubt. News. News. Uh, what is news? Not a lot. One tournament uh, yeah. internationally played. There's plenty of uh, indoor stuff coming up in the next two or three weeks. But we've, of course, had the men's junior AHF Cup. You got some results, John? Well, we do. There was two pools. Uh, pool A, China, Uzbekistan, Thailand, Iran and Sri Lanka. They were playing in a round-robin competition. So they uh, they played four games. China finished on top of that pool, A, with 12 points, four wins from their four games. Uzbekistan in second place, seven points, with two wins, a draw and a loss. And then it was Thailand in third. They had a win, a draw and two losses. Iran, they managed one win, one draw, two losses as well. And 
poor old Sri Lanka at the bottom of that pool. Um, no wins, but they did manage a draw and three losses. In pool B, how'd that go? Uh, click on that, Matt. Oman, they finished on top of a 14 pool this time. Uh, so they only played the three games with nine points, one or three. Chinese Taipei played, uh, came second with two wins and a loss. Uh, six points. Then it was Singapore with one win and two losses and Hong Kong, China finished uh, bottom of the pool with three losses. So that led us into a finals system, didn't it, Matt? And uh, I'll have to click on another thing. Sorry, to find it did, out John, that. yeah. It did. I was t- microphone was turned off. <laughs> There's too many buttons for you to play with. <laughs> Fully professional here. Buttons. I was trying to keep the noise down as I was running through some paperwork. Sorry, go on. Okay, so uh, let's get to the uh, the finals here. Iran and Sri Lanka played off for the uh, seventh and eighth, and it was a one-all draw, followed by three-one victory to Iran in the shootout. Then Thailand took on Singapore for fifth and sixth, and it was Singapore winning that game, finishing fifth place with a one-nil victory there. Then Uzbekistan and uh, Taipei played, and it was a Chinese Taipei with a five-three victory over the Uzbeks. And the final was China and Oman. And after a tense nil-all full-time score, it was China who got over the top of Oman with a 4-2 shootout victory. There you go. And that's a men's competition. Open 11 aside, under-21 men's hockey. Super stuff. Yeah. That's about it to, to, for, well, the, for the end of the decade of hockey. No, well, next year will be the end of the decade, Matt. Is it? No, oh, you, you like that, are you? Hey, you like that? I like that. Well, it goes. 2019. Count to 10. Huh? Count to 10. Zero, one, two, three, <laughs> four, <laughs> five, six, much. seven, eight, nine. Hey, thank thank you ten. very much. Thank you very much. Uh, we've got some upcoming things though, Matt. And it, we should mention, because there's not going to be too much time between when we kick off again and when these events kick off again. And that's uh, the Pro League for Women's getting underway on the 11th of January, oh. which is uh, less than two weeks into the new year. Bang, international hockey. Uh, yeah, and that game is going to be getting underway with another click required there. It'll be China versus the Netherlands on, um, what date was that? 2pm, 11th. 11th of January at the Wujing Hockey Stadium in Changzhou. 2pm local China time. So that's uh, exciting as far as the Pro League goes, and I wonder what sort of... Um, oh, quick question on yes. that, though. Um, totally Pro League, is that going to happen? Are you going to do Totally Pro League for round no. two? Uh, I'd love to. But? It's not feasible. Uh, um, financially feasible? <laughs> Time feasible? Well, a, a mixture of time and finance, for sure. Because the, the time required to do it, the justice it would deserve to do it up another level, because there's no point just doing the same old rubbish I did last year, but trying to improve it every year. I thought it was very good, John. Thank you. But I would like to still improvement. Yeah. We've got to make it better. And, yeah, yeah. Um, look, you have to It's just too much I can't fit it into my life without making sacrifices yeah, to my yeah. income that I can't afford to sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. I understand. So if, you, if someone out there can afford to pay me, say, $1,000 a week to do it... Yeah. Aussie man. dollars as well. That's Aussie dollars. Look, We're not talking yeah. US dollars here, well, are we? Euros even, or yeah. anything. Well, yeah, yeah. Now we can say yeah. pounds again, yeah, can't yeah. we? <laughs> well, it's nearly two set of pounds, so it's only £500 back home. There you go. It's only. There you go. Week. Thanks very only. much, Luke. Potential sponsors out Richard there. Richard Branson. Listen to Luke. He knows what he's talking about. How about, about. Ann Sheeran? His girlfriend plays hockey. Apparently. Yeah. No, he's a regular. He's a regular there, yeah, apparently. Yeah, well. 
Can't see nothing, mate. What about the old, old fella in New Zealand? Um, John, what's his name? That's funding the programs over there. For well, we were very complimentary of his work recently in New Zealand, weren't we? Yes. Oh, well. All right. Okay. Dip, dip in, old fella. Look, I'd love to do it again. I think the sport needs something like it, if not exactly the product that I'm proposing. My, my, you know what I mean. My concern with it is, John, is that we're going to, the reason, one of the main reasons that you took it on was that we didn't get bogged up, bogged down with the, the normal show by going through every single Pro League result, you know, the yeah, yeah, 289 right. games or whatever it, it was through the season. Um, it's, it's deserving of something like that, a like a magazine show every week that covers it all. Well, who knows? I see GB Hockey are doing a new magazine video show with Inside the Circle, um, showing um, real initiative <laughs> there. Seriously. Inside the Circle. Inside the Circle, instead of Inside the D, because the FIH have got Inside the D tied up already, haven't they? Oh, incredible. <laughs> well done, GB. No, it's some good stuff on the um, yeah, on no. the promo clips for oh, us. Oh, look, great. It's, it's good to see. Good work. Um, yeah, but and there's, there's also a lot of indoor, as we know, it's that time of the year, yeah. indoor season, uh, because all the pitches are frozen over. That's something worthwhile revisiting again too. Change the season. Change the bloody wow. season, folks. Tommy Alexander from the, uh, the newly re- uh, reinvigorated Slap Chat podcast is yeah. a big advocate for that. Why not? I think it's a, the right move to make for them. Um, what else have we got upcoming? There is all the indoor stuff, the Euro industri- indoor stuff, and then we also get into the Euro outdoor hockey because it's just been announced, Matt, that your advanced hotel booking yeah, was don't, spot don't, on. Don't, don't. Yeah, Wagner Stadium for EHL at Easter next ah. year. Um, I was looking at the rooms two days beforehand, and I spoke to the old fella, and he's like, oh, we'll just wait a little bit and blah, blah, oh, blah. No. I'm going, no, 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 no. I haven't looked since, but I reckon the, uh, oh, yeah, the mate, rates have gone up, 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 up. But look, Amsterdam's a big city. Um, I'm hoping to get over there for the, the Sunday and the Monday for the finals games. Um, should get a press pass. Got the, uh, got the okay last night on that one. Did you? Yeah, yeah. And, oh, cool. uh, yeah, just need to sort out the access for the old fellow. Morris, big shout out, but don't worry, we're, we've got that all sorted. There's a lift onto the top floor, apparently. Hey, so, um, how much Sorry, Luke, that's me talking to my dad. We don't speak very often. We just do it through the podcast. How, how much do you reckon one of these weighs? Oh, wouldn't have a clue. So if, if Are you talking about that large um, block of marijuana? You <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about... I'm talking about a little roadie procaster. Ah, the road pro... Right, OK. Road, Vi- roadcaster pro. Yeah. Podcasts um, terrible visual medium, aren't they? Yeah, they yeah. are. But what I'm thinking is... Because um, I'm pretty light. Uh-huh. Oh, you fit in the box, you reckon? Yeah. You'd have to sort of, you know, do a bit of a contortionist job and, you know, but you're only a skinny, you're only a skinny fella. Not very heavy. Eh? You're not very heavy, no. Just, you could put me in hand luggage. Yeah. Well, see, that way I wouldn't, I'd be in the pressurised cabin too. I did, I spoke to Mrs. Lee about it. She said absolutely no bloody chance whatsoever. Well, me going? No, you, yeah, of course. You've got, you've got chook poo to clean up (laughs) out of the back there. You've got eggs to collect. (laughs) You've got some cobwebs up in the corner there. I mean, Oh, at least the dead rat smell's gone. <laughs> That's true. I think we should move on.
That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is time for a very special festive edition of Stick It to John. Um, I should tell you about these things, probably, John, shouldn't I? Before we before we do them, but you know. You enjoy the excitement, and it is, of course... It'd be nice to know what the question was going to be beforehand. Almost the eve. Well, you normally look at my, my sheet, and in fact, I'm going to have to be careful where I've got the position, because <laughs> I'm sure you cheated last time, and you still managed to... Uh, oh, you lost, didn't you? Um, and who did you, lo- who did you lose to last time? Well, you lost to Keeley Dunn uh, from FH Empires. Yeah. Now, thankfully, here's your chance for retribution. Keeley is down the line now. Oh, Keeley, welcome the back to the Reverse Six. Hey guys, <laughs> nice, nice oh, to hear your voices. Do you Hello, mean, Keely, do you really... my arch nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Look, I'm not going to rub it in, John, but your, your performance <laughs> but... last time was a little bit subpar, but I expect you to really call it out this time. I'm, I'm supporting you this time. Oh, thank you. But you're not supporting yourself? <laughs> well, but don't, but don't, Keely, don't worry, because it's not a two-horse race. We've got another guest down the line as well. TRS World 11 superstar from the Churchy Thames Valley Hockey Club is Mr. Martin Tansy Lee. Tans, hello. Good morning. Uh, well, good afternoon, rather. Uh, well, we're, uh, all, good, uh, good night. All good evening. <laughs> <laughs> so how's this? We've got two two people down the line, well, one in the studio and one down the line from the Churchy Thames Valley Hockey Club. We've got Luke joining us. Now, Luke is going to be our official scorer for tonight's edition of Stick It to John. Uh, so not only uh, have you arranged best, the opposition, edition. you're doing the questions and you've got the scorer sorted out as well. well I'm need... feeling a sting coming on here. Well, no, no, no. no, no to be, not to be, well, actually, there may have been some collusion between <laughs> Luke and Tans. Um, but uh, we'll see how we go, won't we? This is Do you want to know what the questions are, guys? Do you want to know what the format is tonight? It changes every time. I sure do. How else am I going to... Pre-plan, like yeah. I need a strategy. Now, what I, what I need is absolute honesty from you guys there down the line that you're not going to Google any of these answers. What do you reckon, Luke? <laughs> we give them a ten, ten seconds or something like that to to come up with an yeah, answer. Can, yeah, ten seconds. Is... All right, good. Now you you're gonna have to make sure that pen works because this is. It gonna does. Get, I've already done a little scribble. It's gonna get quite complex. Um, <laughs> so our challenge on Stick It to John uh, this morning, this afternoon, this evening is. Uh, we're, we're heading to Santa's Grotto. In fact, we're heading to the post box of Santa, where all the letters are sent to Nuke, N-U-U-K, in Greenland. So if you want an actual letter to get to Santa, to his grotto, that's where it needs to go to. And what we're oh, looking ho, for, ho. what we're looking for is, come on, mate, it's my joke. We're, we're looking for the distances from Santa's post box to some of the top hockey venues around the world, and this will be in kilometres. So right. you might be a little bit disadvantaged oh. Uh, oh. over there. I mean, these are, you're, you're taking this seriously. Mate, I've done the research. Look, there's the research. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, Normally there's like... sort of jokey questions, but that's a serious, like, you now, don't know your geography cu- stuff. A cu- cu- couple of uh, things to know in this competition, John. Okay. If you finish first, so you, you, you uh, come closest to the distance from Nuke to the places that I'm going to, I'll, I'll go through, you get three points. If you're second closest, you just get one point. Uh. If you're third closest, you get zero points. So it's three points for the win, one point for the draw, zero for being uh, our crapo. Um, but, 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 we're going to go through five destinations. Within those five destinations, you have an opportunity once to take on the pump play. 
Now no the, feeling. Now nothing. the <laughs> so, now the pump the pump play will give you double points what? for that in individual round. Okay, Does everybody understand the rules. Yeah. If I get a question right, do yeah. I get another easier question no. straight after it? No, no, that, that, no, oh, okay. that's, no, no, you don't. It's okay. a different kind of pump play, but we all know it means absolutely nothing at all to the world of hockey, just just as it does to this quiz. Pump play is in play. You get one pump play. <laughs> Choose, choose it and use it wisely, people. All right. Do you guys know what's going on? Keely? Do you, I, I think I got it, but boy, I, I don't like these rule changes. I, I'm never going to be able to keep up. Okay, no, so just ask adapt- me a umpires, question. Umpires are adaptable, aren't they? <laughs> huh? It was a joke, Matt. Oh, we don't do jokes, do we? we? Well, we had a little message last night and I, I upset you, I think, Keely. It's... Uh, <laughs> she, um, she she wants us to keep koalas alive. I said, you know, fat, lazy, eucalyptus eating bastards. <laughs> <laughs> and she said that's the only reason why, why, why people like Australians. Jeez. Oh, come on. Get come on, let's get going. Let's get, let's get going on round one. We can't be sitting here all night, all morning, all afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Um, <laughs> round one. And what we're going to do for round one is we're going to go Tansy, Keely, John in order. And then for round two, we'll go Keeley, John, Tans, and so on and so, and so forth. So we don't get any disadvantage or any cause of cheating, John, because, you know, you're, you're very fond of that, You've really you? overthought this, haven't you? It took me eight minutes this morning. <laughs> All right, we're going to start off with uh, venue number one. Uh, venue number one is the Kaling- Kalinga Stadium in Bubaneswar, uh, built in 2010, capacity of 33,000, host of the 2014 Champions Trophy. 2018 Men's World Cup, Olympic qualifiers, uh, the next World Cup as well. Pro League final. Pro, Pro League. It's, it's a very popular venue, but why wouldn't it be with 33,000 hockey-loving fans there in BBI, John? Uh, right, so, first up, Kalinga Stadium from Nuke. Give us the distance in kilometres. Tansy? Uh, 15,000 kilometres, and good luck, John. <laughs> 15,000. <laughs> What, what? I'm last, aren't I? Yes, you okay. are. Okay, Keely, we've got 15,000 kilometres. You can, you can take us through your workings as well if you want there, Tans, because it, just coming out with 15,000 sounds, <laughs> sounds like you might have just Googled something pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah? <laughs> well, no, it, it's, a, it's a bloody long way away, and I reckon to Australia it's got to be 10,000 miles, so I took a bit off that and converted the kilometres. I'm standing in the kitchen, my phone on charge, and not. How, near me, so how, how, how many kilometres to the mile, Tans? Uh, that's a good question. It's about uh, <laughs> um, two and a half, isn't it? Don't give him a three, clue, Luke. Three kilometres a mile? <laughs> yeah, about three kilometres a mile. That, that's right, mate. Yeah, you work on those figures. Uh, Keely, <laughs> Kalinga Stadium. Nuke to the Kalinga, Kalinga Stadium. Santa delivering his presents, the gifts of hockey across the, uh, the Indian subcontinent. How far? Oh, well, since I have absolutely zero clue, uh, I'm just going to go off Tansy's uh, number and uh, deduct 5,000 kilometers and go with 10. 10,000 big Ks. 10,000 Ks. All right, John, over to you. Uh, well, any, any workings? What do you, what, what do you reckon? Greenland... Oh, to so you are talking about, uh, hang on, what are you, hang on, you've just put... He's got Wikipedia up with you. <laughs> 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 Nuke is. 
Does it say it's pronounced Nuke? Yeah, it says Nuke. Um, to Bavanas, right? India? Yes. Uh, five and a half thousand. Five point five thousand kilometres. Well, I can tell you folks, the actual distance from Nuke to the Kalinga Stadium in BBI is 9,942 kilometres. Keely, three points for you. Luke, you're going to have to help me out on this one. You're going to have to do this, mate. Okay, well, you do that. Yeah. Um, I knew knew if I didn't have the calculator out, we'd have a problem. So John's won. John's John's got a point there? Yeah, yeah. On 5-5, yes, he has, because Tansy's up on 15,000. Congratulations, Keely. Congratulations, John. I should have asked. Did anybody want to take their punt play in that first round? Anyway, too late. Um, you've got to let me know before. Um, what you have to shout out is, punt play, when I come to you. All right, okay. we got that? All right, good stuff. Look, How many rounds I, did we do? Five of them. I genuinely, look, I'm just trying to get, bring something different to the listeners. Um, uh, okay, I might have just thought about it on the way here, but it's all right. It's new. It's interesting. It's content, John. Yo-ho-ho, glow-ho-po. Next Merry, question. Merry Christmas. Number two, we are going to go to Randburg um, in, in Johannesburg, in the Randburg Astro in Johannesburg, probably the biggest uh, stadium there, so I've been told by Tyron Jabu Bernard today, 3,000 plus. Countless South African internationals played there. Um, who are we going to first for this one, Luke? Keely. Tans again. Are we keeping it in order? No, no, we'll, so we'll go to the Oh, place. right, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're going to go that so way. Keely. Keely. Yeah. You've got this worked out. One job. He's got one, he's got one job. <laughs> Sorry, it's up in my beard. Keely, Keely, we're going from Nuke to Randburg. What do you reckon? How many kilometres? Oh, okay. You know, you probably mentioned this before, but can I just narrow this down? Are we as the crow flies? Yes, or as, a, as yeah. Delta Airline goes. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't get there, does it? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was going to say absolutely none. Um, yeah, there's a lot of left turns when you put it on Google Maps. <laughs> okay. Well, crow flies. Um, crow flies. Yeah. As the crow flies. Okay. So, well, are we using that that distorted globe? Or are we using that flattened one? I I hear there's a difference between the two and. We're using something uh, about we, we're, and we're, something, using, something. we're using the website distance.to. <laughs> <laughs> you, sh- how can I resist that, Matt? Come on, don't tell me what you're using. That's not fair. What, okay. What was that website um, again? Yeah. Distance. To- <laughs> That's all right. I've got, a tra- I've got some tracker set up on there though. We'll know if you're cheating. We'll take your prize back. Okay. Uh, well, it, I'm going to guess that it's actually. Well, I hope it's kind a guess, because if you, if you, if you know the answers, there's a real problem. If you know it exactly, <laughs> guesses is what we're I after. I could be an idiot savant about distances on the globe. Okay, that's really unfair for you to judge me like that. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with 8,000 kilometers. 8,000 Ks. All right. Up next is, uh, have you ever won stick it to John, John? Yeah. Did you beat Tyron I beat Tyron. Yeah, you did. Did you, you not beat someone else? No. I lost to Shuby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, no, you lost to Shuby, but we lost the recording as well, so it doesn't count that one. Wow. No, stop playing with your mouse. Okay. All right. Go for it. So, uh, Keely, we've got 8,000 Ks. Uh, John, 
What do you reckon? Uh, what's the circumference of the world? It's about 12,000 kilometres, isn't it? We're basically going north and south. So I reckon Keeley's pretty much on the mark, I reckon. I'm going 9,000. 9,000, a step up of 1,000 kilometres. This obviously leaves it uh, open to you one way or the other, Tans. We wouldn't expect you to give the same answer. What do, what, what do you reckon? Well, Duke de Ramberg. Well, as I, was, as, I was, as I was way out last time, I'm going to go halfway and say 7,500 kilometres. Seven and uh, seven point five thousand kilometres. The actual distance from Nuke to Ramberg is twelve thousand one hundred and forty-three oh. kilometres. Oh, it's way off. John's got free. John likes. Oh. <laughs> oh. Three Thank points for John. One point. One, one point, point, point for Keeley. Now, just bearing in mind, guys, we've got three rounds to go, and nobody's used their pump play yet. So, uh, Hint. Hint. Might, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying the next one is, is, is when you should do it, but, you know, maybe, maybe you should. Alright, round three. We are going to Estadio Nacional de Hockey in Quilmes, Buenos Aires, Argentina, opened in 1999, 6,000 capacity, hosts of the 2007 Women's Champion Trophy. And, uh, for this round, we go first to John. John. Well, if the last one was 12,000 Ks, I'm going for 13,500 13, Ks from Nuke. From Nuke. Home of the post box of Santa. No, can I change that? <laughs> uh, well, hang on. I'm going to have to go to the score and check that. Luke, what do you reckon? Uh, only allowed one, one change <laughs> in the game, I reckon. Oh, one in the game, so we can oh, do I'll one take now. One, that's it. What do I say? 13,500? I'll say 14. 14. Okay, and you've obviously chosen not to use your pump play there. Um, next up is Tans. Uh, Tans, do you want to do use? Do I call your... a pump play? Yay! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Up the valley. Have we got? Yeah, as, as you've probably seen, I'm rubbish at geography because on the submarines you don't really need to know where you're going. That's <laughs> Just avoid the rocks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, hit us, Tans. Go, with, stick... with the pump play. With a pump play, 15,000 kilometres. 15,000 kilometres. And finally, Keeley, the Estadio Nacional de Hockey in Quilmes. Excellent beer as well, by the way. Uh, to Santa's Grotto. How far is it? Can I nominate a pump play as well? Yes, of course. Okay, I'm going to do it too. That's a bit premature, John, but it's fine. Okay. <laughs> We've got the pump play in play. Keely, go for it. So Tansy went 15,000? Yep. I am 15,001. Oh! It's always a sneaky move, but sometimes it can be a little bit too bold, John, especially when it's 11,017 oh. kilometres oh. from Nuke to Kilmes and two pump plays down from your opponent. Oh. Oh. <laughs> thank you, thank yeah. you. Dear, you two are going to be struggling from here on in. <laughs> <laughs> Tans is on the board with one point. He gets two then, does he? Oh, he does. Yes, sorry. You're absolutely right, Luke. Well done. Good job. We've got a scorer here. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have missed that. Totally. So, Tans, you do get two points Cheers, from that one. Up the valley, mate. Up the valley. Yeah. <laughs> Up the valley. John, the three points. Keely, and you... No, actually, Keely, you get double zero points there. Yeah, which gives double zero. <laughs> and he gets double <laughs> points too. Well done. All right. On to... What are we on? Three or four now? 
The round four. Round four. So what, oh, we'll do a score thing after the next what, round. And round four, then we'll see what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, now we're going to Europe, John. We're going to Amstelveen in Amsterdam, in the Netherlands, home of the Wagner Stadium, 9,000 capacity, built in around 1939 as an homage to the uh, uh, the president at the time. Wagner. Mr. Wagner. Yep. Um up until the 80s, uh, late 70s, it was run by Amsterdam Hockey and Bandy Club, who built it originally. They oh, ran, into, yeah. ran, in, ran into financial trouble, and the Dutch Hockey Board took it on around 1980. Oh, was that the death of Dutch Hockey? That was, that's when it started. Yeah, OK. That was when it started. Um, what I was going to tell you about the, uh, the Wagner Stadium, uh, countless champions trophies, John, uh, countless Euro championships, Men's World Cup in 1973, and, of course, the host venue for the EHL finals in 2020. How far is it from Nuke? Uh, it's about... Oh, you nearly <laughs> got me. You nearly got me. Uh, we're back to the start again now. We're, we're ta- ta- we are, Tansy yeah. up with the first uh, guest. Do you want to use your pump later? Oh, no, you've already used that, Tans. Um, I've used that, unfortunately. All right, hit us, Tansy. Nuke <laughs> 2, <laughs> Amstelveen. Uh, that's kind of localist compared to the other venues, so I'll say... Uh, 4,000 kilometres. 4,000 kilometres. We've got that noted down. Now, Keeley. 4,000 and one, is it? 399999. Oh. No, 399.99. 399.99. 399.99. Sorry, it's super early. 399.99. <laughs> now, in English, so you're saying 39,999 kilometres. Is that correct? All of those words in that order, yeah. <laughs> so you're going to write that down. Like 39,900. Do you mean 3,900? It is 6am. There, there are some allowances, Keely. 3,999 we're taking. We've been here a long time. <laughs> um, my guess? All right, your guess, John. Uh, do I do it, Matt? 3,998. <laughs> What's your final answer, John? 3,000. No, I reckon it's, I reckon it's about 2,000 k's. John, two thousand. Okay, Luke, so, he's changed yeah. his answer once. Oh, did, oh that was a joke. I, I've got to see. You can't take that. I was just joking. All right, go on then. Fire two, right. two thousand k's. Two thousand kilometres from Nuke to the Wagner Stadium in yeah. Amstelveen. The actual answer is three thousand four hundred twenty-six oh. kilometres. Damn it! You would have been right if you'd taken that joke. But <laughs> you might, <laughs> he might, st- might still be in the scoring though, Luke, eh? No. He's gone 2,000. The actual distance is 3,426, a difference of 1,426. What, what was the answer? 3,000. <laughs> Kenzie's only one more than me. I'm glad everybody knows this. There's too many numbers going <laughs> around. So the actual answer is 3,426. 400. Oh, yeah. Did Tesco so, let you use it? No, that's... that's <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's very good. Check out. Jake. That's Tans' point because he's at four thousand. Oh, John's no. at zero. Keely oh. got three. Yeah. Oh no, she's at three. Yeah, so Keely was Keely. on yeah, yeah. three thousand nine hundred ninety-nine. She gets yeah, she three gets, points. She gets the three points. <laughs> Tansy gets the one. The one. And John John's on gets zero. zero one. So we've got one round to go. I think what we need now, uh, Luke, so we, we, is a bit of a roundup of the scores. Yeah, well, and we, see we, what needs to be done. There was a bit of a. Uh, John should have taken the joke really because. He would have been up there on the scoreboard. I would have been on the sale. Hey, quiet. Quiet over there. <laughs> but, uh, I think Luke made a very sound decision to allow John to change his answer. <laughs> it's very fair. So we are actually tying. 
we've got a tie break at the minute with uh, John and Keeley on equal points um, and Tan's struggling with a maximum of three at the minute yeah. so you're on so, three uh, though, so the best that Tan's could do is get him six points yeah so he's basically out of the money he's he, unfortunately yeah unless we do a bonus round well, <laughs> pro- probably not. Okay. Stick it to ten. <laughs> Stick it to ten. Yeah. Okay. Let's get this beast going. All right. Final round. Here we go. Now, probably one of the finest hockey venues in the world, John. And Keely and Tans. Well, just Keely, really. The Perth Hockey Stadium. Oh, not at, the Nest at, at Lakelands. At, at Curtin University, Perth, Western Australia. Up yeah. to a th- 6,000 capacity. 1985 Champions Trophy host, 2002 Women's World Cup host. How far away, folks, is it from Nuke, the home of Santa's Postbox? I'll go first. Uh, Keeley's first. Keeley's first. What? Damn it. Uh, okay. I think that's really, really far. But what if you go the other way around the world? God, this is hard. Okay. Um... Yeah, that might, that might make a difference going the other way around the world. Make it much shorter. <laughs> yeah. What about if you go through the middle? Like, what if you... Yeah, what if you went over the pole? Um, oh, my... Yeah, this is hard. Okay, I'm just going to go with uh, 15,000 kilometers. 15,000 oh. kilometers. And who's next? Is it John next? That's John next, yeah. 16,000. Oh, do you want to use your pump play? You like pump play! <laughs> Thank you. We can let him have yeah, it. Yeah, let him have it I did the mess before and it won't make any That difference. is totally unfair. I have Jack, okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we can listen back to the audio if you like, Gilly. <laughs> can, can I have a casting vote? I say let it go as well. That's very <laughs> fair of you, Tans. Very fair indeed. We are friends off, you and I, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm, I'm bottom of the tree, so it's not going to affect me. I'm playing for, play for prize. I <laughs> know. So pick the Canadians. Come on. <laughs> you know, you're 6-0 six, six down. You still want to score a goal. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's hear it, Tans. Right. So we've got so 15,000 from Keeley, 16,000 from John. Yeah. I wasn't there with 15 because I've got all of them wrong so far, but that's all we've been done. I'm 16, so I'm going to go 16... 16,500. Sorry, Tans, I didn't notice that. Have you said 15,000 for every answer? Apart from one, I think, yeah. Okay, all right, that's good. Well, I can give you the answer, ladies and gentlemen. It is actually 16,334 kilometres. That gives the three points to Tans. Tans has got the three, yeah. It gives a one point to John, but with the power play... That's two. Two points... Keely, unfortunately, John has got his retribution. He's fought back. Um, I take it out, have I? Oh, let's go to the official scoreboard. He's going to oh, he's, just, he's just doing the mass at the moment. I can hear it going around. Tanzer's one, I think. Matt. <laughs> I'm going to give you the win, John. That's either wood hey! or smoking or wildfires. I don't know which one. John. John has won with nine points. It's quite incredible on this very special Christmas edition of Stick It to John. Where's um, the crowd gone? Hang on. Oh, there they are. The, uh, 
the, the fellow contestant, John, have been very magnanimous and played an absolutely, absolutely shit-ass game against you and <coughs> given you the win. Did you know this was going to happen? Is this some kind of extra special gift of hockey to him, guys? No. It's pure... No, no, it's John stuck it to us. There you go. You heard it from Tans. Yeah, that's it. I think <laughs> that's going to be popping up as one of our jingles coming up soon. John stuck it <laughs> to us. <laughs> on the next do we do promos no we don't okay. <laughs> we could have put it on a promo we don't do production meetings mate so you've got no chance of doing a promo uh, Keely how have you thanks for being involved in our production <laughs> meeting tonight sorry can I hear some tears down the line there Keely are you okay she's gone oh yeah it's uh, the connection's breaking up a little bit but um, <laughs> you know I'm really proud of my efforts this morning I gave it 110% and oh, um and uh, this is a journey, you know. Sticking it to John isn't just one game. It's about a process. <laughs> well, you're just trying to s- set me up for a, a bigger sticket. <laughs> Look, I have no comment on that. I'm just saying <laughs> that that this this is a, a, a marathon, not a sprint. That's true. <laughs> Well, Keely, it's been lovely having you on the show once again. Uh, I'm sure you'll come back bigger and stronger next time around. And, of course, you know, you can always go again. Um, any message for the listeners from FH Umpires? You know, to the listeners from FH Umpires, maybe with a, a Christmas cheer and whilst fighting about the tears? Oh, oh, boy. They put me on the spot there. Well, yeah, this I whole just, show's uh... about putting you on the bloody spot. <laughs> No, it's about putting John on the spot. Let's get this clear. Um, well, I'd just like to say that uh, I think everybody can agree that uh, 2019 has been a bit of a dumpster fire of a year. And I'm really happy to see it in my almost in my rearview mirror. But uh, the thing that's made it bearable and uh, actually immensely fun at times has been this great hockey family that we have. So uh, that is the real gift of hockey, in my opinion, is how people like you guys and lots of other um, hockey people around the world have been bringing us closer together. So that's what I really appreciate at this time of year, and uh, thanks for having me. And the, you've had the birth of the two... Did I bring tears to everybody's eyes? <laughs> you've had the birth of the two new knees. We're hoping to see them in proper action in 2020. Yeah, I cannot wait to be getting back on the pitch. This eight months being uh, stickless, has been just probably the worst eight months ever. So um, luckily I've been able to still do a tiny little bit of umpiring and done lots of coaching, which has been really great to discover that. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be great to be able to run around on the pitch again because that's what it's all about, just all of us being able to get a stick out and have some fun. Look, guys, thanks for joining us today. It's been fun to talk to you, even though Matt tried to stitch me up. Um, Look, just before you go... We'd, uh, we'd like to share a little gift with you um, for the festive season. Um, Tansy, you can have Sunday, July 26, Spain versus the Netherlands at 20.45. And for Keeley, how about uh, the Netherlands versus Great Britain on Thursday the 30th of July at 12.15? Merry Christmas, folks. Oh. <laughs> Wondrous. That's like an FIH gift. You shouldn't have. It's too much. I can't even... I never would have expected... Expected it. Oh, you guys. Thanks. Thank you, guys.
John stuck it to everybody else. How do you feel, champ? <laughs> how, do you, how do you feel? Oh, vindicated. Big smile on his face. <laughs> vindicated. That is the gift of hockey from me to you. Is he didn't, it? He didn't cheat. He, he, he did have a little play around to find out if Nuke was a real place or not. Yeah, on, I did. On, I did on, look on, it up just on, to make on, sure. On, online. Um, but congratulations, mate. Well done. Oh, thank you. Huh? Thank you very Valiant much. Valiant effort. Um, you should be proud of yourself, and this this is something you should take into the new year with your form on Stick It to John. I'm going to have to make the questions a bit harder, or maybe give some, bit, give some guests some guess the answer, answers. That's before, what you're going to have to do to yeah. beat me, mate. Yeah. Um, thank you for your gift, um, and in in return, I think I should give you the uh, semi-final on Tuesday, the fourth of August at 10:30. Whereabouts? At the Olympic Games. Will, will we be, will will we get to watch it? Well, let's let's wait and see. Unless, of course, we have to cross uh, live to a replay of a gymnastics event from three days ago. Oh, yeah, with, with the Chinese athlete performing. Yeah, yeah. Who, who was marvellous, you know. Yeah. Tough uh, stuff. Um, right, OK, let's move on with the show. Because uh, we've got a guest. Mer- let's talk to our guest. Mer- First guest. We've got two guests. Merry Christmas, everybody. Thanks for yeah. tuning in. This will be a... Glow ho ho. Stop it. <laughs> Just stop it. This will be... This will be uh, a, a special bumper edition to carry you through the festive season. Um, are we going to do something next week? We haven't. We haven't basically haven't no. spoke, spoken since we um, recorded last Saturday week. night. No. 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 Uh, a few text messages. Yeah. Uh, so no show next week. Uh, no, I reckon we have two weeks off, and we'll come back just before the pro league. All right. Oh, well, I might. I might put together a little highlights of the year package with some of the interviews and bits and pieces. Okay, you um, can do that. I, I said might. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how we go. It's Christmas, folks. You're having a Christmas huh? party on Saturday, on Sunday. And so. you're coming. I'm coming. Yeah, you bring some snags and some French sticks. Yep. yep. Gourmet snags. We got your well, premium slash gourmet. I've, I wrote I've got I've got some premium, whatever's left at the bottom of the trough at the end of the day, squished into artificial skins. Gourmet stuff. It is. Oh yeah. Okay. Just yeah. do a bit better. Now. What 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 it needs to be it can't just be beef or pork. It needs to be. Pork and so pork and apple or or beef and rosemary. There's got to be an and in there to make it gourmet. You can't just go uh, a 24 pack of Coles uh, barbecue sauce. So yes. offal and breadcrumbs. Yes, that'll be yes, that'll <laughs> right. okay. Okay. perfect. Brilliant. There we go. Right, okay. Who's sitting in it here with us? It's of course our uh, uh, excellent scorer and adjudicator and judge of Stick It to John, Luke Channon from Chertsey Thames Valley Hockey Club. Uh, just turned up on the doorstep. Uh, you want to ask him some questions? I do, because uh, Luke is at... Well, we have two guests today. We've got one at each end of the scale, and Luke's at the beginning end of the scale. Um, Luke, how long have you been playing the game? Officially, uh, my first game was 12 months ago. 12 months ago. Now, I hope you don't mind me saying you're 32. Today. 30, I've just turned 33, actually, yeah. You've just turned 33. What I, at thought the, I, I thought he was older. It's <laughs> the grey hairs. It, it does put people off. <laughs> well, <laughs> what was it that brought you to the to the game at thirty odd years old? Our old mate Hans. He uh, 
I was meant to actually go along on, in the September. So they have a Chelsea have a, a like a summer game yep. at the start of the season. They bring bring together the club, so um, all current and, members and maybe some new yeah, yeah, might want to come along and get yeah. involved. Um, and I missed it for whatever reason. I don't, I don't really know why. So I definitely said, look, I want to come to the December one. That's the, the Christmas one. I'll definitely come. Um, ended up going out on a Christmas do the Friday before. So I was pretty ropey. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd had much sleep, to be honest. Well, that's perfect conditioning for a it Saturday's was, uh, Well, to be fair, it was freezing. It was didn't stop raining all day, so it probably put me in good stead, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, your blood was still warm. So uh, I managed to do a bit of running up the line. Um, loved it enough that... I'll come back after the New Year. But so. prior to that, do you, did you have any? The only time I had school hockey. Or yeah, yeah, the only time in senior school um, in PE, hitting a ball with a wooden stick. Yeah. It hurting up your up your hands. <laughs> so <laughs> we just bad. avoided that one as uh, as best I could, to be honest. Yeah. Um, and I didn't realise throughout my entire life afterwards that. People actually played hockey. <laughs> so you you a soccer player before that though? I played a bit of football, yeah. Up until I was old enough to go out and drink. Yeah. And Sunday mornings were blown out then. So. Um, so were you? Did you keep fit in the intervening? Oh years, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've 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 been into martial arts, boxing, stuff like that. Uh, do a lot of cycling. Okay. I love mountain biking. Um, yeah, I do a lot of. Bits and bobs in. So there's there. fit, fitness there, but they're but yeah, all yeah. solo they're endeavours though, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah it's just a, hockey's a, like a, a team thing for you to do. It, it is now, yeah, since pretty much being a kid, to be honest. But what about okay? So you turned up to this game to go go and play pre-Christmas, yeah, with no particular knowledge or skills of having a ball fired at you and trapping a ball and then yeah. doing doing something with it afterwards. What what's what what are the feelings there in that very first game? Uh, it's just uh, trying not to cock up, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they're, they're they're pretty friendly. It's obviously not a real game. It's a mix, men's, women's, kids. So you know, people aren't going full ball. Yeah, it's, it's pretty relaxed. So you did. So it's probably it's probably the best game to to get involved in. You know, you obviously had uh, you know some physical abilities as far as. Coordination and stuff yeah. that they go through. What was the hardest thing you found to adapt to when you, when the, you started the, the game? Well, that particular game, um, I probably didn't get that much on the ball, to be honest. Um, but in my actual real proper league game, which was, I got called up by Tans, uh, I think maybe on the morning of the game on their, of their league game on the Saturday. Oh shit, they were short. They, they were shorter players. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to come down? Uh, I was like, yeah, no worries. So, went to the sports shop, bought myself some shin pads. Yeah, always very important. <laughs> yeah, um, I had a gum shield, so they and a, and a white top. I think he said bring. Um, someone had a stick, so yeah, popped go. along. I got there. They'd already actually um, pushed back, to be honest. So, I had to hang about on the sideline. Uh, were you a sub then, or I was I was a sub then. Yeah, I, I got ready on the sideline, ready for for half time. Went over for the team talk. Everyone sort of got, you know, introduced. Um, <laughs> and Tan sort of said politely that they, I think they had 11. So they had just a team. Yeah. Um, and he sort of made a point that I'd made this effort to come out. It'd be good to let him have a go. So 
I was bricking it to be honest because I didn't really know what I was doing. That's right, you went on the field and you scored a hat trick in the second half. Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> what? <won the> game. <laughs> no, no. I actually, I, I actually give the game away to be honest. So I was on the left, which I didn't realise at the time, but it's the hardest side to play on really when you're getting yeah. balls smacked in from the other side because you're obviously having to turn the stick. Um, that didn't work out for me at all. <laughs> but they did have a fairly aging defence. So the amount of space I was creating um, between me and the goalie was quite incredible. Oh, and if I'd have actually caught on to any of the, the balls that were pinged across to me, then it would probably have been a different scoreline. But we actually ended up losing. Um, I think with me in a similar position near the end of the, the final whistle, um, yeah, I don't think many people are that happy to be honest <laughs> but in my defence I don't think anyone else would have been in that position so you know yeah so but so that was game number one that was game and, number and one so you you then continued on through that season uh, yeah so I went to training the next the next Thursday um, got called up for the freeze which is Whoa. obviously the 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 freeze in ours is for the um, the vets and then the okay. young, young boys coming through yeah um they play in a league, but it's not. Like yeah, I think a, it's not like a proper league. In some places so. in the UK, it's called badgers. I think that's that that sort of blend. You're allowed a certain uh, amount of older players in there, and a lot of yeah, kids yeah. Or, I've never heard that term, but yeah. It's oh, just, so um, it's all the old blokes coming back down through the grades, trying to relieve the, uh, the glories of old, and all the young bucks coming up that are trying to make their way. And, and yeah, so you probably got, you got, show that, these you got old that, fellas that 14, 15 year old up to. 50-year-olds. That's all it. Oh, there's there. literally a mix of mix of everyone. Yeah. Um, so I, that's that's where I was got my uh, got my well, badges well, in there. Well, yeah. Just on that, is that something that you would expect out of a sport to have that that huge breadth of age? In nah, not at all. You you wouldn't see. That. I mean, you wouldn't see that in football. No. Not at all, really. Um, no, I mean the the young guys in ours are like 13. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which is pretty young. Yeah. Although that. When they're playing hockey, they don't, you know, there isn't really a divide in age. I think you, if you're pretty skillful and yeah. you can run, you know, it's, yeah, it's well, not look, that bad. In my in my experience, as the older players, you're you're there to protect physically protect those younger yeah, players. Yeah, yeah, and let them and, and it, it's, sort of let them get on with it. Not yeah. the younger umpires, though. Just oh, the younger shut players. up! Shut <laughs> up! We've had this conversation many times, Luke. Um, yeah, it's it's but it's also about managing the opposition. If you've got those older players, yeah. maybe going in a bit too hard on the youngsters, you go, hang on a minute, mate. Yeah, you know, I think that to be honest, I met some uh, some pretty good fellas. To be honest, they they know the crack. So yeah, they're just there for a game of, of hockey on a Saturday. They're not there to sort of hurt anyone. Yeah, and what um, what what do you find coming? Uh, how long have you played then? How many seasons have you played? So this is my first proper season. Okay. Started in September. So so what are you? What are your feelings on the club setup? The you know we talk we always talk about the hockey family in inverted yeah. commas and about the welcoming nature yeah. and the spread and all that sort of stuff. What how do you feel about that? Well, I think I'm pretty blessed to be honest at Chertsey. Um, everyone literally, I don't, I don't think I've met a person that isn't friendly and willing to uh, to give a hand. You know, like yeah. tell me where I'm going wrong or um, and they're just there for for the fun really. It's yeah. not. It's not. Well, Chelsea's a happy little club. It is a know, happy little club. That is uh, a phrase that you hear quite quite often. And not necessarily um, one with aspirations of playing Premier League hockey. And this is always an interesting uh, thing as to where 
where clubs sit. The fella, yeah, I mean, but the fellas want to go up. You want to, yeah. you want to succeed. I don't think you want to, um, you don't want to just sit back and get on with it. But, um, but development for the youth, I think, is is the, the highly driven. Uh, yeah. In the, in, you know. You're in a part of the world where you've got super clubs, though. You know. Yeah, I mean, playing in European competitions. I'd have to be. Uh, I'm a little bit. Not really in that sort of loops. I don't really. I, like, people say, "Oh, that's a massive club." But, uh, to me, I don't really. Yeah. I can't really grasp it because I don't. I'm. You know. Yeah. Well, I don't that's know some, the depth some, of it. Some, something John and I talk about a lot on on the show is that some people just are involved in their club. They don't watch international hockey. They might yeah, not even yeah. watch their ones team. They're interested in their immediate community. Yeah. And that's something which quite often John is just ignored, isn't it? Yeah. By yeah, by. by the FIH by national associations. Yeah. It's all about pathways and about reaching the top and providing the, the best opportunities to be the best in the world and all of that. But there's a much stronger community that underlies everything. And we're, we were talking with Luke before of the idea that um, everybody trained up as good as they could ever possibly be. You could have the greatest coaches uh, dealing with all the kiddies that wanted to play and we, they could all be developed as highly developed as any player could be but there's still only going to be 11 people walk out onto the field to play for Australia or any country on any given day oh yeah squads are 16 but you get the idea yeah. I'm talking about so that, that hierarchy still exists regardless of how highly skilled the player base may happen to be so we need to understand that if you're throwing all these resources into skilling up these players, there's got to be things and places for them to go because they're not all going to be able to reach the pinnacle. Well, no, there'll be, a, there'll be a bottleneck of talent. Yeah, it, yeah, and it happens. It happens now. And when that bottleneck occurs and talent doesn't think it's got anywhere else to go, it will leave. Yeah, and whether it leaves the club or leaves the game. And that's, you know, yeah, that's and that usually it right. leaves the game. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not, it's not leaving a club to go and play at another club necessarily for most of them. For some people it is, but for most people it's just leave the game. Yeah, and that, yeah, and that's where I guess we see the character of individuals as to whether they go, now hang on, this is my club, yeah. this is what I've been brought up with, this is my family, and you just stay and you, you stay involved regardless of what the level is. And that's, you know, that's... We've got some people that do it within our club that are just happy to play at Metro's and, level. And I've got nothing against people Division changing five, clubs you know. to seek greater opportunities. That, But what we're talking about is people who are actually dropping out. From the and, game altogether. Yeah, it's not that yeah. there aren't opportunities to play, but they don't feel that there's a pathway for them anymore or that the only pathway is that. And there's not other... Well, no, elitism is the pathway rather than just... Playing the game that you love well, and see, making I a difference within the team. I thought that word had been team. taken out of the game, elite. Oh, I thought we'd been. No, no, we've done. To... We've tried to do that at local level. <laughs> it's just, uh... but, you know, elite training. Everything's elite. Well, no one's. Not everybody can be elite. No. Even if we all were elite, there's only going to be a certain number that can actually call themselves elite because that's why. Yeah, that's the nature of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that was a nice. Dude. Let's get back to Luke, shall we? <laughs> Let's get. Well, that, I mean, to be honest, that, that that does interest me. Um, to a degree, because I mean, where does everybody go? Yeah, where, you know, where, 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 where do they? Do they what, what are they doing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. What do they do? That's you know, that's it. And we we, we find in in hockey that you, you lose people around that sort of fourteen year old age age group, and then that up to around sixteen, seventeen year old age group. And like you said before, you you find girls, you you find yeah, beer, yeah. you find whatever whatever other distractions that take you away from it. 
Um, but imagine if you could find those things at a hockey club, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we've got to do. That's what we've got to do. And you can. And you can. That's and the thing. girls it's drop right. out for exactly the opposite reasons. Same opposite reasons. So why not bring them all together? Amen. <laughs> yeah. I've sol- we've solved it we've all. Solved we've solved it. Yeah, solved it. Solved it. <laughs> I'll be done. Any, any other questions for Luke while he's here? Uh, about... Well, yeah, what, what sticks do you play with, Luke? Um, Tansies. <laughs> yeah, I've still, I've, I've still got his one. Have you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I did give it back uh, at the end of last season. Okay, well, I actually well, had his shoes until the, the end of last season. So you, did you go and buy a new stick? I bought a new stick and, and, went, and, and new so, shoes. So where did you go to buy it? Uh, it's off, I don't know, off our website. Right, so just you, um, you just you just ordered one... Uh, I was with I was I was with Tans. Uh, we was at work, pretty busy. Yeah, looking on uh, <laughs> looking on hopefully, hopefully, the bo- hopefully the boss is on, isn't it? <laughs> if you're on the chertsey area and your toilet is not functioning properly, um, and yeah, he was just oh, that's a, that's a pretty good stick, and it was a decent price. So okay, so I, I so, it. so you didn't get it into your hands beforehand. I didn't know. Well, I, I, I just thought as I don't really know anything about it anyway. Oh, yeah, so. Yeah. Well, no, but this is a genuine question that people yeah, have yeah. coming oh, new, people, new, yeah, new, they, new to the game. Should I get a log? Oh, you need to go and get a stick. Where, where, do you, where, where, where do you start? What what feels best for me in a stick? We had um, Fraser from Boss F Hockey when you were away yeah, yeah. Um, doing your, your state stuff, um, talking about different sticks and the bow and the weight yeah. and all that sort of stuff. To start with, doesn't really matter, does it? I don't think it ever would for me to be no? honest. Well, I, I, you know, you can get really deep in it if you want. I yeah. just think you'd be there forever and have a cupboard no, no, full no, of mate, sticks. So no, I'm looking at him and see there's there's some guns hiding underneath that, and I reckon he, get, you know, get you on the drag flick. No, I'm thinking oh. the drag flick. Right. You get some power out of that, I reckon. You should have a look. How'd you go with the drag Tansy, flip? Tansy, get him on the drag flip. Never tried it. How are you? How <laughs> there you go. How, how are your three D skills going? <laughs> Over my head, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's, that's exactly where it's supposed that, to that, go. That's got, yeah, that's got an aerial. Oh, okay. Or a ferial where you, if you, if you don't connect properly. A ferial? Yeah. Alright. Yeah, it's like, under, that's under, like, underhead? Like, no, the low, low overhead. Low overhead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Is that where you don't like the opposition? You, if you're trying to hit them or? No, that we never, don't. We don't do that in hockey. Oh, Come no. on. You, you obviously <laughs> haven't been playing the game long enough. We'd never do that intentionally. Oh, I've never had broken thumbs because people no. have tried doing that. Well, no. Never. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just, but it's interesting on the equipment side because people new to the game go, well, you know, what should I get? They don't know what size stick they should get, and and, and well, what, the, what would be I good? mean, the a length. defender stick, an attacker stick, or you know, yeah. So, so the length that was the only thing Martin really said. Um, he uses a longer stick from average, so the thirty-seven. Is that because he's lazy yeah, yeah. and he just can, he doesn't have to reach as far? I don't really know what the reason was to be honest. He just that's what he's had. Yeah. Um, I was alright, I love one of them as well. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, shoes then? You went and bought some Schmicko? So I did actually go to Astro the shop shoes. to yeah. buy some proper hockey shoes. Yeah. Uh, and I did try them on. So what's your officially endorsed first year brand? It's uh, Adidas. But Adidas. to be fair, I only really wear Adidas anyway. Right. They, they, the size just fits me perfect. Yeah. So. Adidas. 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 Yeah, yeah. All day I dream about. That's it. Soccer. No, maybe oh, not. Yeah. No, hockey. we need to change it. Yeah, Adi <laughs> <laughs> But big, big in the big in the world of hockey, you know. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, endless choice. So um, I just sat there. There was no one else in the shop, and I had about fifty pairs of shoes. 
tried on what, you know, what the best one was. You were there during opening hours, weren't you? I was, yeah. 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 <laughs> because, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that goes back to our... <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. But that, was, that was just for our patrons, actually. Oh, was it? Of oh, course, if you, if you do want to support the show, then you can become a Patreon subscriber. Go to patreon.com forward slash the reverse stick, just like Tansy. He's a good supporter, just like Keely. She's a good supporter as well. That's why they got on the show for Sticky to John John. <laughs> it wasn't Sticky to, not sticky to John John, but Sticky to John. Luke, we'll keep talking to you as the show goes on, but we do have to move on because we do have an interview. You are listening to The Reverse Stick, and it's time for a chat about bionic hockey, John. now joining Six us million dollar hockey player. Indeed, and joining us down the line is Mr Bob Bowyer, who's the Assistant Secretary of the Western Hockey Masters here in Perth. Now this week they had the fourth edition of the Bionic Cup. I'll say no more, we'll introduce Bob, and Bob can tell us all about it. Bob, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to try and get the word out there, because... Uh, Apart from promoting our Bionic Cup here, we're also uh, trying to get the word out to the general population that uh, you don't need to hobble around with a crook hip and a crook knee anymore. Modern technology has come to your rescue. You can now have an operation and um, get back to full fitness again. So, Bob, tell us what the Bionic Cup is and how you qualify to play in it. Right, okay. Well, the Bionic Cup, uh, as we play it here in WA at the moment, is a artificial hips team versus an artificial knees team. And um, that's how it's been for the last four years. And now it sits at two all because, unfortunately, for my knees team, the, the hips beat us last Wednesday. So... Um, that's sad, but uh, on the other hand, it's uh, it's good for from the point of view that it's now two all rather than three one. So uh, there you go. Keeps so. it nice and close. Now, and you're you're the captain of the knees team. I, I have been every year, but this year uh, because I wasn't playing, I was on the bench. So um, I did the interchanges, and uh, yeah, we had uh, someone else uh, doing doing the captaincy and he did a really good job actually I think he did a better job than I did <laughs> <laughs> so I think he might be there next year <laughs> what sort of age group are these other players spread across Bob uh, the youngest player was on the hip side he was 55 and the oldest player was on the knee side and he was 76 76 and 55 that, yeah. and if I'd been playing I'm 80 so um, I could have right. raised it <laughs> so what's what's the origin, what's the genesis of the Bionic Cup? Oh, well, it, it quite simply was after um, one of our hockey players returned to the game with two knee replacements and um, our president returned to the game with his um, brand new hip and they were both running around all over the place like they were reborn. So um, that, I thought, was something to keep in mind. And then uh, I went and played in the national championships over in New South Wales, and my knee gave way uh, totally. Um, so I was really forced into it because it was either a new knee or um, I wouldn't be playing anymore. So, yeah. 
So that's how it started, and I had my knee done in 2013, and um, the result was fabulous. There I was running around like a, a new new person again, and um, so I promoted it madly to our hockey fraternity. We have a social uh, hockey club called Western Hockey Masters, um, and we play every Wednesday and Saturday. Uh, on Wednesdays, we have four over 50s teams, three over 60 teams, and four over 70s teams playing. So um, there's over 200 members. So we we draw, uh, I think there was only one player that wasn't from our Western Hockey Masters that nominated for when I called for nominations for the team. So... Yeah, so that's, uh, but, um, yeah, uh, anyway, uh, after I'd promoted it in, um, after my success in 2013, one of, uh, the hockey players went to his orthopedic surgeon to, uh, arrange to get his knee done. And he was handed a pamphlet, uh, which had Australian Orthopaedic Association uh, um, sponsorship, apparently. Um, <laughs> and it said that if you have a knee operation, you won't even be able to kneel again, let alone uh, return to normal life. So he uh, rang me up and, and told me, and, of course, this didn't, uh, didn't go down well with my promotion. So... <laughs> I contacted the Australian Orthopaedic Association and they said, look, we actually don't control what um, our promotions say. Uh, it's all done by this private company that's hired to do it. And they gave me the contacts and I contacted them expecting uh, that I could send them some information and they would change their promotional material. They weren't even interested. Oh. Not the slightest oh. bit interested, and um, you know they were just disdainful. Uh, and um, so I could see I wasn't going to get very far with them. So I went back to the AOA and said, "Look, this isn't very satisfactory, but you can help by sponsoring a artificial hips versus artificial knees match." And they readily agreed to do that. So. Um, yeah, so they paid for all their uniforms and things for the first game. Came over, sent, um, well, they, they sent one of their uh, orthopedic surgeons to um, be the uh, event um, announcer and so forth. And, um, yeah, so that, that's how it started, yeah. It's great the, uh, the surgeons get on board. I mean, they, they could give a little bit back, couldn't they, those blokes? They know how to charge. <laughs> I reckon, yes, yeah. Well, um, actually, I, I, I pinned this surgeon down a little bit after the game this Wednesday because previously I've been you know, captain and running around with the teams and whatnot. I really haven't had time. So this year, because I was just doing the bench and stuff, I had a chance to grab this guy and have a lengthy chat with him about where we were going with this particular game here in WA, and um, I wanted to spruce up the promotional materials for it because we have spectators there. In fact, we had um, TV channels and 
I was, as you say, interviewed on the ABC and we had newspapers and photographers and all the rest of it. But we didn't have a promotional pamphlet, you know, to hand out to everyone with uh, the names of the players and so on. So uh, I said, we, we really need numbers. On. So the next year we want new shirts with numbers on it and some money to produce a, a decent standard flyer to provide all our spectators and whatnot with. Um, yeah, and uh, he agreed. That was a good idea. And he said, leave it to me. I will um, yeah, pursue that with the AOA. So, yeah, so that's, that's the plan for next year for our hips versus me. With respect to the Eastern States Challenge, we've appointed a, a gentleman in the Eastern States whose um, job it is to um, chase up uh, nominees. So... Um, He's going to do that, and um, at the moment, though, I, I really need to tie up this sponsorship for them to get airfares paid for, because that's, that will be the big stumbling block, because of the cost of them flying over here for just one game yeah. against us, and then flying back again, so um, I thought of taking uh, it up with Event Corp, um, because they would bring families and whatnot over here, but it's... You know, it's probably 15 players and their, their wives and kids, perhaps, or something, but no, it's not big pickings for her or WA tourism, so um, I probably won't get very far with that one. Well, that might, yeah. be, might be somebody listening with an airline, though, that might, be, you know, could, could, could have <laughs> yeah, that somewhere well, along. Yeah, well, I, I also thought that, you know, like the equipment suppliers, um, there, there's uh, health, um, um, health people, um, you know, that, um, that perhaps could, um, you know, throw in some sponsorship money because it's, um, it, it's good news for, from a health perspective. So, uh, and mental health as well, uh, yeah. you know. Um, so anyway, uh, there's lots of avenues for me to try and, uh, reel down to, to, to squeeze the money out of people. I, I reckon I, I only need probably, I don't know, less than 15 grand to, um, to do it. So that's not big bickies for, um, for some in this industry. No, <laughs> so, you're right. No, absolutely. And like, yeah. like, like John had mentioned there, you know, the, the surgeons do make a pretty penny out of it. Just on, oh, on, 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 the, on the surgery side, what's the difference now between a knee replacement considered to maybe 15 years ago? Oh, it's, Chalk and cheese, yeah. The, the 15 years ago, you that pamphlet was probably pretty accurate. It was clunky stuff, and um, it, it was based on really shoulder joint sort of technology, whereas you, you had a ball that fitted into a socket, and uh, because it was tightly constrained in the socket, because I reckon that you know, I suppose that they didn't want to run the risk of it sort of. Um, coming apart or something. Um, anyway, but it was very restrictive. You, you know, very limited in the amount of movement that you could get out of it. Now it's um, the, the plate that the ball, if you could call it a ball, um, is just a rounded um, uh, metal titanium 
metal stuff with um, with a sort of a plastic coating on it, and that sits on a uh, almost a horizontal plate uh, with uh, a coating on it, and um, it relies on the tendons and muscles and things um, stopping it from taking off in any particular direction. So. Yeah, and it works, but it gives you uh, absolute. Um, uh, you can move it uh, in any direction, probably more than a standard ordinary knee. Um, that's a natural knee. So, yeah, and um, these days they have uh, an engineering crowd that sort of come in with digs and things like that. And, um, Set it all up, and uh, the surgeon just uh, organises to cut you open and get you back again. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, you, you mentioned that um, it, this is born out of the Masters uh, hockey group that play every week. Are, are most of these players playing regularly, or are, are there guys? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. We play all year round. Uh, naturally, guys take off the holidays or get sick or whatever, so we don't have a 100% turn up every week, <laughs> which would be a bit difficult for me if they did. Um, but uh, no, they're... Um, so uh, we just had those teams, as I said, the uh, 450s, the 60s and the 470s teams, so you could say an average of 13 players for each one of those. So what have we got? 8, 9, 10... So there's about 130 players turning up every every week to run around the field, yeah. And and all these Bionic Cup guys, um, it, it's not like they're just turning out to play the Bionic Cup because everybody's injured oh, and playing no, no, the same they're, they're, No, they're, um, they're every bit as mobile yeah. as any other player that hasn't had an operation now. Yeah. So, um, oh no, they're, um, they're, <laughs> you know, they're just the same, yeah. Now, they play with the same intensity as <laughs> everyone. <laughs> yeah. Bob, we were talking just before we uh, we started interviewing you, and you've had a, a bit of a shoulder injury, you were saying. Is there yeah. any chance you could expand the Bionic Cup into a round robin and include a shoulders team? <laughs> well, strangely you should say that, because um, uh, we were planning this year to widen it, because... Lots of our members have had prostatectomies and heart operations and hernias and uh, all sorts of things. So the we, medical condition we, league. <laughs> yeah, so we thought, well, why not having uh, have hearts versus prostrates? Yeah. And, uh, you know, so uh, anyway, so we've got a um, a little subcommittee working on that. So um, hopefully next year that might come to something. So, uh, yeah. And can you see can you see it going internationally, Bob? I can, yeah, yeah. Um, because um, it's it's something that applies worldwide, and uh, I'm sure that in these other countries they're having just as many people having these knees and hips operations, and it's um, it's something that attracts a lot of attention and. Um, does a lot of um, positive stuff for getting the message out to people that it is available. And, uh, you know, there's nothing worse than seeing somebody hobbling down the 
down the street because they've got a crook hip or a, or a crook knee when it's when it's really unnecessary. And if they do it the right way with a uh, uh, well, let's assume they've got a health fund. Um, I'm not sure what happens on uh, on Medicare, but presumably if you put your name down for long enough, <laughs> you. After five or six years, you'd probably manage to get a uh, operation done on, on the Medicare. But if you've got a private health fund, uh, they they have doctors that they have gap agreements with. And uh, when I had mine done, I think it cost me four hundred dollars to walk in the door to see the, the surgeon in the first place. But after that, it was all covered. So uh, yeah, so it, it's also very affordable. So your message is, if you're thinking about it, just go and bloody do it. Yes, go and do it, because, oh, oh, look, it, it, it makes such a transformation to to people's lives. I mean, hobbling around in pain. I, I, mean, I know all about that, because I, I really did the first injury to my knee in 2002, playing pen and tennis. And um, it's from that injury, it just got worse and worse and worse. And um, even though I was managing to get to play um, national hockey and stuff like that, even international hockey, um, it it was swallowing painkillers and anti-inflammatories and things that weren't very good for me, for sure. Uh, so yeah, it was very painful. Even so, you know, you just sort of um, sucked it up and. Got on with it, right? so yeah, no, it, it, it's a big transformation. It makes a big difference to people's health. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Bob. It, it is a great message to spread yeah. to the world, world of hockey. We're going to wish you every success for edition number five, and hope that you're back on the field for it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah if I can get into the team, gosh, we, we had a pretty good team this year, yeah. even though we got beaten by the hip. So there you go. I might not. Uh, because I'll be 81 next year, so it's probably... I might be stuck on the bench from here on, you know, anyway. <laughs> well, you, you know, we're always, always welcome to come down and join us with the walking hockey. Yeah, well, as soon as I get back, I'll be back into walking hockey. And, uh, and of course, I play every Wednesday and Saturday as well. So, uh, And we do that all year round, so... Um, yeah, so it, it's something to keep us healthy and socially uh, involved. Um, so that's very good for us anyway, even if I don't get to play in the in the knees team anymore. It's a remar- remarkable to hear your story with it, Bob, and uh, it's great that it just backs up everything we all know. We've got a sport for life. We have, yeah. It's a wonderful sport. Oh, look. Best of luck to you and your teammates, Bob, and uh, we'll we'll keep across what happens at the the future of the Bionic Cup. I think we'll get down there next year. We might be playing next yeah. year. <laughs> yeah. You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Yo ho yo yo ho 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 glo ho po. Glo ho like ho. Fantastic to have Bob Bowyer join us there, talking all things Bionic Cup, the hips versus the knees. What a great story, John. Oh, it's fabulous. And uh, what's that, about the third edition or fourth? Fourth, fourth yeah. Edition? Fourth edition, yeah. Fourth time running. Unfortunately, yeah, Bob wasn't playing this time around and uh, had to captain from the sideline. But a great message out there for 
the world. Don't be afraid of getting the knee replacement, the hip replacement. The technology has changed. You can get moving again. You can get back on the field. I can remember some of those fellows playing in in their younger days. What playing pre pre op? Yeah, pre op days. In fact, I played against a couple of them. But anyway, going back. What's he, 80 when you're 67, are you? Something like that? Yeah, well, of course you're probably around. Well, in fact, I'm surprised at your age you do remember, remember, remember anything. Um, I'm not that old. What else is going on in the world of hockey, John? Oh, can I just say, fixturing is a job. It is not a gift. Uh, yeah, I saw some Thank of your, you. your comments on social media this week. Um, Yes, the gift of hockey, the great announcement. We had a good run in, four days, five days, four days, three days to go. Yeah, well, we talked about it last week. What can we expect to appear underneath the tree from the FIH? The gift of hockey is coming. It's a set of fixtures. Yeah. It was about as exciting as going to a brake mechanic and saying, can you fix my brakes? And when you go back to the brake mechanic, they go, we fixed your brakes. Yeah. Because that's what brake mechanics do. Yeah. Like, anyway, Luke, what do you know about the FIH? Not a lot. <laughs> do you know what FIH stands for? Uh, something international hockey. Very good. Yeah. Oh, it's, two it's, of the words. It is. It's confusing though it's because a, it's no, the International Hockey Federation, oh, okay. Federation Internationale. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you say? Yeah, that. You said la. Yeah, la. No, do- <laughs> It's Friday night. You've been drinking, oh yeah, fair enough. There's part part of the confusion. New people coming into the game. You go, the FIH, but it's the International Hockey Federation. It doesn't make sense. Why is it that way around? Well, it's the French connection, and it's about the coming together of the old hockey. Anyway, it's boring, but why would you care about it? But that's our starting point for the confusion in the game, isn't it? FIFA, though. Why aren't they called the International Soccer Federation? I don't know. Uh, Soccer? Association football. Association football. I know my history, mate. Yeah. And even in the 70s, they were calling it soccer in the British media. Oh, no, no. In, in, the, in the 1880s, they were calling it soccer. In the 1970s and 80s, it was still referred to yeah. as soccer. And the 1940s, the when you, you were around then as well, weren't you? Yeah, that's yeah, they were yeah. calling that's, it that. that's pretty funny, Jay, young man. Yeah, it's back up. It's not on the funny yeah, laughing press, stuff went anymore. To print. Uh, what's happening in Malaysia, John? Uh, no, That's a good question, you, Matt. What is happening in Malaysia? If you, uh, well, first off, at the start of the week, I saw uh, some pictures of Ronald Altman's and Sardar Singh. And I'm, they were next to a very flash car. I'm not sure whether they were in Registered Malaysia or in India. What? Registered to someone we might know? The flash car. Oh, who knows about that? We're not, not going to go Was there. it parked in a hotel lobby, <clears> was it? Probably. Um, a couple of announcements out of Malaysia. Coaching staff, all bar Altman's, gone. Yeah, see you later. No, not gone. Oh, sorry, not sorry. Not gone. A- available to reapply for their <laughs> yeah, position. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Then <laughs> uh, we see, we see, we see Altman's, um, I'm not sure if he was, but yeah, I don't know, was he back in India again? Because he was only there three weeks ago with uh, Dr. Batra. He was. Receiving his, um, his, that, his award. That, that award from Dr. Get, Batra. Well, it wouldn't, wouldn't have anything to do with the Malaysia's recent announcement that they're going to stop 
worrying about playing 11 aside and concentrate on indoor and Well, that's not exactly true in what you say there, no, but there will it? be a renewed focus on Hockey 5 because, of course, they, 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 they got the gold medal uh, last time around in, um, in Argentina. And indoor what? hockey Wait, as well, well. What gold medal in Argentina? Hockey fives. Which youth, Oli- youth Olympics. Youth Olympics. Youth Olympic Games. Hockey, oh, hockey fives. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, so there's a, 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 a more serious focus coming onto hockey fives from them there. Um, yeah, it's all being shaken up a little bit there. But surprisingly, Mr. Altman's is still there in a job. I'm staggered because I've also been told the players were told they're out too. All of them. Uh, a lot of them have been told that's it, your career's over. That's it, gone, see you later. Well, Janu- um, January Malaysian Hockey League will be kicking off again. Um, you know, will, will they be looking to refresh the squad and picking picking a new from... This is a far more worrying situation than it may appear to be. Gone. Well, Malaysia for a long time now has, has been on a, a path to develop the 11-a-side game and they've made great strides. They've introduced a profession, uh, professional league in their country. They've made great efforts to promote the game and, and grow the game. Oh, internally, and, amazing yeah, stuff look, done look, there. They've done a great job. Um, and, and one of the best broadcasters of the, of the sport yeah, as well. fantastic broadcasters of sport. Now they've, they've said they're going to pay more attention to these shorter forms of the game. Now, where will that leave the 11-a-side game in Malaysia? Where will that leave the Malaysian Hockey League, for instance? Uh, are we going to see them go, well, we should make this a fives competition and not 11-a-side competition? They've been one of the shining lights of Asian hockey. Now, in recent times, their results oh, in, haven't incons- inconsist- Inconsistently yeah. brilliant. Yes. Because when, it's, when you don't expect them to do it, they do do it. Um, but yeah, well, would would you consider Malaysia to be an eleven-a-side hockey nation at the moment? Yes, absolutely. But they're in, on that sort of cusp, not quite into pro league, not quite up there qualifying for the Olympics, just missing out a little bit. So they'll look at this advancement of the Hockey Fives World Cup and go, well, well, maybe there's an opportunity here to go and win a World Cup because oh, yeah. we ain't going to be we, we're not doing it. How are they going to do that? How are they going to win a World Cup? A Hockey Fives World Cup. How? how? By uh, winning the final? No, what, what I'm getting at is that if, if they, uh, are they trying to sneak in early before the bigger nations come along and just, because the best five players in Australia or the Netherlands are better than the best five players in Malaysia at the moment. Yeah, yeah. So it's not going to intrinsically change anything about where they stand in hockey. Well, it depends. If the FIH continues to push the fives as the premier event that they want to showcase, then sooner or later all the big nations will get on board and all the smaller nations will find themselves back exactly where they were to start with. Yeah, and And that is exactly what's going to happen. Possibly. Possibly. You know, when the funding takes it that way, that's what's going to happen. They'll, that's, they'll follow that's the money. Where they'll the, follow the money. They will follow the money because that's the only money they've got is following where they're going to get the grants from governments from. That we don't generate our own income. The bloody local football team here in the AFL has just posted a $10 million profit. They're throwing, they've got cash reserves of $40 million. They're giving back to the local football leagues $3.5 million. So, 
should we maybe not be the Fremantle Coburn magpies and become the Fremantle Coburn dockers? Yeah, well, what I'm getting at is the economy of hockey is wrong, and I've been saying this for a long time. The, The hockey economy is wrong. We're going down the wrong model, we're following the wrong path, and it is not going to lead us to growth. Well, fives isn't going to lead us to growth, is it? No. There's no way. Fives gives an opportunity to developing nations. Now, we've talked about it before, the the fact that you can get world ranking points from fives tournaments or get qualification into 11th tournaments out of fives doesn't sit right at, at all. But we understand why. There is, a, there is uh, excitement from developing nations to be able to take on a shorter format game in smaller spaces. Like uh, indoor hockey. Just like indoor hockey. Yes. So, where do, where do we go, John? Is it, do we see a hybrid indoor fives outdoor um, tournament happen? Not tournament, but um, uh, yeah, just a hybrid of the two competitions start in three years, four years' time. We don't have indoor, we don't matter. have fives, it's it's the same thing. It won't matter. We do not have an, eco- uh, uh, an economy that will survive into the future of sport. But so, you're prepa- Until we, so you're prepared to deny the likes of Zambia no, that's not what the, the opportunity to play about. international hockey? Really? So what does that bring to the game? Um, it, it brings Zambia to the game, does which, it? which pleases the International oh, so Olympic the, Committee. Oh, is that so that we... Our, our players continue to be paid peasants' wages for doing the work that they do to be competing at the highest level. Is that what we're talking about? We're selling ourselves down the Olympic funding model? It's the gift of hockey, mate. Yeah. The gift of hockey. Selling our souls to the Olympic movement so that bureaucrats can control the economic welfare of our game. Mate, Fantastic. You know... I'm loving that, nobody, mate. What a no, gift. There is nobody, nobody... More so than Thomas Bark that has got the welfare of our game at his heart. Well, he's got a medal to have. He's got a trophy. He's, he's got, got a trophy, trophy as well. Him and Altman's they. <laughs> well, let's just, just mention how, how did Malaysia go at the last men's World Cup under Roland Altman's? Oh, seven nil down against the Netherlands. One all against a, a totally what would you just describe the Pakistan team as being like at that time? Dysfunctional would be um, understating it. Yeah. And then they lost five three to Germany. That, that's the results of the World Cup. Now, I think if you go back part, or through Altman's record since he's taken over Malaysia, what are we talking? 16-2? Uh, it's, it's not been great after Van Heusen got the elbow. And, no, and, it's and he's, been he's terrible. Out, he's out again now, isn't he? It's, it's, it's a terrible record under Altman's. So why isn't he going? Well, why is it every other coach's fault? Why is it all the other players' fault? And tell you what, this is following a very well, he's, he's a as far as this coach is concerned. He's a master coach. Yeah, well, guess what? He's going to strip the, he's strip it out now. He's stripped it down. And now he'll turn around and he'll go, oh, well, look, uh, we're in a development phase now and we're aiming for the next World Cup. So he's just bought himself two years by sacking all the other coaches. I don't I'm, Look... I I think that he's the, uh, look, the, big, big Malaysia's th- efforts under yeah, him but they've just have had, been poor. But the, the results do not justify him sacking everybody else and him staying. But we just had the elections there um, for the executive, haven't we? And yeah, that, well, that, that didn't go the way that, that a lot of people hoped it to go. No, it didn't go that way. And you know, when he's been flown into India to get rewards and awards for what? Because he's done nothing. 
in, in that time period, he was there after he got sacked by Indian. Batra dragged him back and took lovely photos. Here's a present, mate. There's a lovely trophy for you. Then he drags him back again just weeks before, you know, after the disappointment of the Olympic qualifiers. Drags him back. There's a lovely, there's a lovely photo with you here. Take this trophy. Go back. Sack all the coaches and now concentrate on fives. Yes, well, Jimmy from Give Me Hockey did make a, a point about going what's uh, what's going on there between Altman's and Sardar at the moment, um, and uh, he, Jimmy actually Jimmy made points about the uh, the Indian police game <laughs> of late. Check out GiveMeHockey.com. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll tell you, every- but but the, but the announcements have come out on the. Uh, um, the bands and uh, every other sus- hockey nation sus- will be hoping Altman's goes back to India and coaches them, well, especially in the pro league. They, all those coaches would love to see him coach. Watch this space. He's probably due a director of hockey role again somewhere. I would think. Yeah. Look, this whole apportioning blame, the way that it's been apportioned through the Malaysian Hockey Federation, stinks of political manoeuvring as opposed to oh, what's lot, best for the game a of hell hockey. a hell of a lot going on there. But yep. all, all power to Malaysian hockey because they are one of the few powerhouses. They are one of the, the shining the, lights know, of Asia. And so many po- positive things to come out of there. And a complete... Um, what's happened in Malaysia in the last few weeks is a complete antithesis of what's going on in Japan at the moment and the Siegfried Aikman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he is a shining light of, of coaching um, within the region. Uh, I'd be, yeah. What I'd be interested to, to catch up again with Ziggy and find out where he's going with that coach to coaches ethos and about trying to bring more Japanese coaches through and in, into the fold with um, yeah with, with Japanese hockey. You're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. We've got a guest here. Maybe we should hear from a guest because he's brought a plastic bag along, Matt. That, that's a plastic bag. And what's lovely as well... It's, it's in Christmas it's, colours. It's from my f- former employers as well. Tesco. Yeah. No, 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 there's no limits. Tesco, 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 Tesco. Well, tell you what, because Luke has a real beard and... Sort I, of I, I, I just shaved my... I, Mine fell off yesterday. It did it? The girls weren't happy with the handlebar moustache. No, they no, went out for dinner with last night. No. Oh, weren't they? No. What about the look you, you were, the, the Clark Gable you were supporting? Yeah, that, that was, that was yeah, alright. That was, right. was pretty good. Yeah. Like, you still got that photo off on your social media. Smooth. Think, yeah, it's smooth. Very sweet. Sophisticated. Luke, what is in this classy Tesco's bag? Yeah, let's have a look. Because I believe... They come direct. Oh, Whatever's in this bag comes direct. The weather and Valley, hockey club. Oh, oh, oh. Are right. those? Do the unboxing, John. These are a part of our uh, oh. steam socks. Right, okay. Hey. So we got Orange, orange green. green. Ahmed, Ez, are you listening? <laughs> oh, it does it happen somewhere else in the world. Yeah, a bit All of right. light blue in there as well, but it's uh, so we got a, grey. Yeah, blue, green and white, much. orange socks. These are going to go absolute ripper in uh, summer hockey, John. Oh, they're, they're on for the next uh, summer hockey fives. No, you're wearing, for the, you're wearing for the next 12 months, mate. Oh, <laughs> no, no, you're four. I'll probably wear them. Oh, that's, um, that's beautiful. They're probably our most uh, favoured colourway oh, I'm loving within them. the club. Oh, this, um, these are the club socks. This is what everybody throws at the club. This wears. is just for the mixed kit. So ah, this, this right. Is Tansy's, uh, oh, this is Tansy's. Oh, this is a little baby, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 his design. Uh, yeah. 
I think oh, so. Very nice, like those, John. They've got little tight bits around the ankle. Can you see that? Yeah, I can, you can see they're very well oh, they're made. they're professional, yeah. 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 Oh, can't nice. wait to get them on the toes. Do you realise they're five uh, percent gummy techs? Gummy techs. Yeah. That's gummy that, means, that means you can chew on them. Oh. So yeah. if I get hungry yeah. during a game. Ninety percent polypropylene, five yeah. percent elastan, elastan. I would five percent gummy techs. No, woof. Don't like cigarettes <laughs> too close to them. I don't think they're recyclable. Uh, <laughs> oh, so look have, at that. Oh. This is our uh, home strip. Oh, you have to fight amongst that's yourselves. That's a green, what, uh, green and a maroon. You're sitting in maroon more because you actually worn the mar- maroon before. Oh, uh, ha, I've ha, never ha, worn ha. the maroon. You know ha, what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. Yes. And this is the uh, the top to the mixed team. And, look, and these, are, oh. these, are, these are Mercy and Hockey um, apparel. Shirts, absolutely beautiful. Church of Town Valley Hockey Simon, Club. And thank you, Churchy Valley. Hank, Hank Exorna, which means. Uh, yeah, I'm not the man for that. Oh my <laughs> To be fair, we had, uh, we had this come up in. Hang on, what's the size on that one though, John? Mine. No, no, the, the little label at the top there. What's uh, L. Al, they're probably going to see because I've got XL here and I'm yeah. obviously a much bigger fella than you. Yeah. Far buffer, do a lot more time <laughs> in the gym. Uh, oh, and look at that! You've got hey, you mean, you look, look, look the, front door the number on the back. 90, oh! ninety-nine upside down. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> huh? And no number for me. No, nothing at all. Uh, I yeah, on the bench. Sixty-six. Hey, look at a, that! That's absolutely beautiful. Is that really a Mercian top? Is it? Yeah, yeah. They're great quality. They're really. Of nice. course they are. Of course Thank they you are. Very much Big Mercian. shout out to Simon Mason, Mason yeah. Mercian Hockey, and. Uh, all the great work that he does there. Well, Remember that Simon, ab- outside the post. So let's get him yeah, running outside yeah, yeah, the post. That's right. That is absolutely beautiful, Luke. So and Tansy. from our, and our little happy club. Thank Mate. you very much from the little happy club. Yes, indeed. What are we going to have to... We're going to have to send Chertsey Valley something now. We are. What have we got? Uh, oh, hang on. That. What time is it? Because I need to find out now. It's a bit late to call somebody up to see if we can get into the club room oh, tomorrow to get... To uh, get it. Shall I? Yeah, yeah, you should. All right, well, let me just... Well, let's, let's do this live, so to speak. <laughs> let's give Daryl a ring. I'm going to give Daryl a ring. We've mentioned Daryl on the podcast before. Yeah, he's, I can quiz him about how you cheated. He's getting, <laughs> he's getting on a little bit now, though. He might, he's, he'll be in bed at 10.30. He won't appreciate no, he won't. a phone call right now. Try um, local, right. We can always edit it. Let, let's. He gets on and starts swearing at us. Remember let's when he try. goes, he'll go, oh, Matt Allen, why are you ringing There we go. Me? Here we go. Look at the beautiful socks, beautiful shirts. They're quality. Yeah. Oh, still ringing his gun. Oh, what is bloody Matt Allen one at this time? Hello. Ah, oh, Daryl. Daryl. Yeah. Um, Matt yeah. Allen, Matt Allen, and John Lee here from the Reverse Stick, uh, the Global Hockey Podcast. You are um, streaming live to the world right now. <laughs> uh, sorry to bother you yeah. at such a late time. Um, yeah. Daryl, we've we've got somebody in the studio here with a. a us at the moment, uh, Luke from the Churchy Thames Valley Hockey Club uh, back in England, and he's he's provided us with some beautiful gifts of club shirts. And uh, just wondered, can we get into the club rooms in the next forty-eight hours to buy something for him to take back to the UK? Yeah, probably can do. I can get over some stuff whenever you want to get there. Oh, Daryl! Well, that that, that that would be fantastic. You don't mind us ringing ringing you this late, do you? No, you're all right, mate. Yeah, all good. <laughs> you got any questions for Daryl whilst he's here, John? Uh, for Daryl? Yeah. Are you playing with us next year? Uh, probably not. Oh, Daryl. No, it's, it's it's a good time just to ask you, Daryl. We've we've received, as you know, a few emails from our walking hockey members over the um, 
yeah, the, yeah, past day or so after an email that you sent out. Um, can you just give the listeners a bit of a flavour of what walking hockey is about at Fremantle Hockey Club? Oh, uh, for me, it's just about getting getting a lot of the uh, well, getting a lot of people who haven't played hockey for a while back into the sport. Um, a lot of them haven't been able to do it because of knees or one injury or another, but this is allowing them to get back into it and uh, starting enjoying the game again. Um, well, having fun, uh, certainly about that. Certainly have a lot of fun, uh, both on a Monday and a Friday when we're doing it. Um, uh, well, I don't know, you sort of got me on the hockey at the minute. Oh, well, but, we uh, sort of, we sort of planned it that way, Daryl. We were hoping we'd, <laughs> we'd get you on the hop. But, yeah, well, <laughs> what, yeah. what about yourself? Now, you, you play regularly in the Masters on a Saturday, on Saturday afternoon. How have you found it? Cause you've got out there and had a bit of run around. Oh, I found it really, really good. I, um, I actually quite enjoy it. Um, especially, you know, on the Monday night can be a little bit sort of, uh, Bit more, uh, it's fun, but it's, it's a bit more with the, the old older boys there, and uh, uh, we have a good little couple there. Um, we well, don't have to be as, as uh, delicate, I suppose. Uh, yeah. Hey, I do that, have to ask you, Gerald. Delicate's an understatement. What is the definition <laughs> of run in walking hockey? <laughs> the definition of run? Well, there isn't any run. You, 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 You've got to walk and that's it. Um, uh, but what it has done, it's, it's freed a lot of people up, uh, just desperately in the six months or something that we've been doing it. The, the difference in the, in the people, in the, the movement, uh, and stuff like that is, it's unbelievable in, in some people. You know, they, where they're barely sort of, or they're walking around out there to start with and, and, and not a lot of coordination and all that. Uh, now they're actually, you know, you've got to sort of, you know, pull them up a little bit because they are starting to sort of run and do these sorts of things. And, um, so they're finding yeah, a, a bit more of a competitive edge than they thought they maybe had. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And um, and just judging from some of the emails that they just say that we've received over the last uh, few days, and that it's um, yeah, everyone's been enjoying it. They're all coming back next year, and uh, yeah, they you know, didn't think they'd. Ever get back into the sport again after you know, um, all these years? So yeah, it's been good, good fun. One, one in particular that stands out to me, Daryl, that we saw this week was from uh, from Silsey. Um, mm. Now, Silsey's. Well, I'll, I'll read it out to you if I can find it here. Yeah, it's here. Here we go. Um, hello, Daryl. This is aimed at you. I come from a different situation. I've given up playing hockey after 55 years. 55 years from juniors to masters and thought that after about 13 years of no play, I would never pick up a stick again. So walking hockey got me finding three old sticks, much to my surprise, as I thought that a house shift would have resulted in their loss and fronting up at Stevens on a Friday. It's been great fun and thanks go to you and Jim for your dedicated involvement in the cause. I also enjoyed the tea and cake after the game. Due to many Friday engagements, sorry, the tea and cake after the game. You've put that on, so kudos to you. Thank you. Yeah, it's good. That's my pleasure. Due to many Friday engagements, I find I was able to get my walking hockey kicks by fronting up on Mondays at the Nest and found a more challenging environment with players who, like myself, prior to long breaks, have played for many years. 
so there were very competitive games with limited rest breaks due to the smaller group there. However, the morning teas of Fridays were replaced by a welcome beer from the bar managed by Daryl. He's here, he's there, he's everywhere, Bruce. Um, just brilliant. Your efforts, mate, have, just, have, have, have been second to none. And But, yeah, the... the um, the joy that I see on your face and my face as well when we see guys come back again that uh, you haven't played for so many years and seem to get that buzz about getting back involved and playing the game and being involved with the club. Oh, absolutely. And, and Ian's a, a classic example when he sort of first got there and, uh, you know, sort of falling over a little bit here and there and uh, certainly don't seem doing that anymore, you know. Yeah. Um, just... Uh, helped him so much and that Phil Martin's another one that just uh, rocked up I mean I haven't played hockey with him for probably 20 years yeah and uh, yeah, no, it's good to see these people coming back and, and getting back and, in, and enjoying it and we're not talking about youngsters are we oh shit no shit no no <laughs> Not if I played with them, mate. They're not the <laughs> Hey, some of those names you mentioned there, Daryl, I've I've played with as well, which is making me a bit uncomfortable. You're old, that's why. Well, sure. the difference is you you look old, John. I'm still a spring chicken. It's uh, yeah, no, it's uh, no, it has been great, and um, it's good to have the break, but it has been it has been you know, really really good, uh, and. A lot of new friends too that you yeah. sort of um, that you make sort of thing, you know, and um, which is great, you know. So and, be- uh, before we let you go, Daryl, what would be your message to clubs out there all around the world when the the term walking hockey comes up? Should they get involved? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I mean, you mentioned that walking hockey, and you see so many people turn their noses up, but until you've actually got out there and, and given it a go. Uh, yeah, but I would, I would uh, encourage everyone, every club to get out there and um, and start up the walking hockey. Um, yeah, because it has been fun and it's been great to, to get some of these people back into into well, what I reckon one of the best sports in the world. The best sport. Certainly give me the, best, the best sport, mate. Oh. Come on. Well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Actually, the best sport. Certainly give me a lot of joy over the years. Daryl, that's brilliant. Thank you. Uh, we'll let you get to bed. Uh, and uh, Thanks, I'll, 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 I'll give you a call in, uh, tomorrow morning and we'll, we'll... Let him finish his drink first. Hey? Let him finish his beer first. Beer? <laughs> Coco, he's teetotaler. Oh. He's the only teetotal bar manager in the world. Hey? Daryl, thank you, that's mate. Right. Yeah. Uh, Merry nah, Christmas. Yeah, just, you too, mate. Give us a buzz anyway and I'll uh, meet you out there. Good stuff. Thank you, Jack. Excellent, Daryl. Thanks a lot, mate. Thanks, John. See you, mate. See you, mate. You are listening to the reverse stick. Ho, ho, ho. It's the glow. Ho, ho. Uh, don't forget you can find us on all the social medias, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, all at the reverse stick. Uh, you can go to the reverse net. get all of our... What are you looking at there? I'm looking at your list because there's something we've got to do. Oh, there's one very big thing we've got to do. We've got to do a little promotion here, John, for Field Hockey Label. Um, you can get some great deals at the moment uh, with Field Hockey Label. Shorts and polo shirts on half price. Um, but uh, let's tell you a little bit about Field Hockey Label, John. A brand new yeah. Field Hockey brand out of Australia, set up to promote one symbol for the love of hockey. 
for an already united and family orientated community and to make hockey a professional sport, starting with the clothes we wear. We want to make hockey look amazing for both the players on the field and the supporters in the stand, whether they're playing, supporting or just out for dinner. We want hockey lovers to proudly show that passion any time, any place, any occasion. Uh, so there's two parts to the business, John. They supply full yep. playing and training uniforms, uh, including their most popular reversible singlet, as well as supporter merchandise from hoodies and cotton long sleeves to puffer jackets and fleecy track pants. As part of the club supply, they take the hassle uh, completely out of it for clubs and create a custom store with all club items uh, with a checkout sent directly to, to them uh, to fulfil so the clubs don't have to handle any of that. So it uh, makes it very, very easy. Online store, it's all taken right. care of for clubs. Um, but on the retail side, they also sell an array of leisure wear. They've got the polos, long sleeve cotton tops, women's leggings, uh, much more on the way. Some lovely polos and, and shorts um, on special there at the moment. You can go to the Facebook page, Field Hockey Label, or go to the website, fieldhockeylabel.com. See the full range, get in touch about the training gear, about the individual stuff. Makes it all very easy. Uh, it's available globally, so you can get online, ship from anywhere in the world. I think the polo shirts at the moment are as cheap as 15 Australian dollars. What's that, Luke, in pounds? Uh, seven and a half pounds. Seven pound fifty. Uh, would you buy a coffee cheaper than that in they, London? They look superb. Some really great really stuff. Um, and it's proper hockey people behind the brand there as well. So go yeah, and indeed. check out fieldhockeylabel.com. And some good words coming out of some of the local teams that are starting to use their apparel as lot, well. Yeah, a lot of local clubs that are using it and clubs across yeah. Australia. So Australian-based, but you can get this gear wherever you are around the world, fieldhockeylabel.com. Check it out. What else we got, John? Um, it's nearly Christmas. Oh, why, would you, why do you... Uh, <laughs> why, why, do, <laughs> why do hockey players make terrible dinner guests? Why? Because they're always dribbling. <laughs> That's very good, Matt. Well, well, is, that your, well, is that your grandfather joke? Haven't got the, haven't got the no, you weren't ready, one. were you? You didn't get ready no, in time no. at all. What else have we got? That must be just about it. That's about it? it, mate. Yeah, it's, you know. It's been a great year, Matt. Big year. We might do a little retrospective in the next couple of weeks, but expect us not to be around. We've given you a bummer edition upset. this week, so that'll get you through Christmas, hopefully. Um, catch up on all the old episodes at thereversedick.com backslash podcast. What are you on about reversedick.net? Thereversedick.net backslash... You set the website up. I did. Backslash podcast gen. Go to the podcast gen page yeah, and... Uh, You're just you confusing people. Yeah. Follow us on the socials. Um, Luke, thanks so much for coming into the studio. Thank you very much for Thank having me. Thank, thanks for the gifts as well. Look, I'm... I'm sporting this beautiful pale blue Mercy and uh, Jesse hot, Thames Valley. What? You doing anything later? <laughs> <laughs> Can you put your pants back on again there? Thank you. Cheers, Luke. Good yep. to meet you, mate. Thank you, Lovely Travis. to speak to uh, Tansy and, and Keely. Too, yeah, and I can't believe you Have a I can't very, very won. Christmas. Have a great holiday. Ho, ho, ho. Hockey. That was pretty good. You timed that very well. Thank you. But seriously, everybody, have a great Christmas break. Have a great new year, regardless of, of your um, deity of choice. Uh, enjoy this little festive season. Yeah, as they holiday, call it. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Unless you're North American, in which case you don't get Christmas. They just sort of pretend it doesn't happen. Don't are, we, are we we're going to church? Hey, we're going to church for the, the mass, Christmas Day mass. You and me, do it again. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, we, yeah, we'll be back there again, like we have been every other year. Yeah, <laughs> perfect.
Uh, see you, folks. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.